Well, hello, and welcome to another edition of the e-commerce evolution podcast. I'm your host, Brett Curry, CEO of OMG Commerce. Today, we're talking about how to get and utilize customer feedback to grow your business. My guest today is extremely bright, and he's built an amazing tool to get and utilize customer feedback. And so we're going to dive into this topic, um, discuss some of the learnings that that this company has gathered over the years that can, can help you in your endeavors on and off Amazon. And, and then we'll talk about how to appropriately ask for feedback and then how to use that feedback. This episode of the e-commerce evolution podcast is brought to you by OMG Commerce. And we are thrilled to underwrite this program and bring some amazing guests to you. I have a question for you. How is your YouTube game? Are you using YouTube to help scale your e-commerce business? Hopefully, you're using YouTube both as a remarketing vehicle and also for top of funnel growth. However, if you're like most e-commerce companies, then you're probably not fully leveraging YouTube. So I have two free resources for you. The first is a two-minute crash course on YouTube ads. I recorded this with the famous Ezra Firestone. So you can check that out by looking at the links in the show notes to this show. You can also Google Smart Marketer and two-minute crash course, and you'll find the resource there. Also, we recorded a 90-minute webinar outlining exactly how we scale with YouTube. We talk about keys to a great YouTube ad. We talk about audience targeting. We talk about bidding, optimization, and much, much more. So I highly, highly recommend you check it out. You can also find that linked here in the show notes. It's also at the bottom of the two-minute crash course page. So check them out and start scaling with YouTube. And now, back to the show. Quick intro. I've got John Lee. He's the co-founder of PicFu. He got his start at Microsoft right out of college. Uh, but then in 2006, he and uh, his partner branched out on their own. They've been doing their own thing ever since. Got a great story for how they started pick through that I'm going to let him share in just a minute. Uh, but with that, John, man, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on. Great. Thanks, Fred. Great to be here. Yeah. So I love uh, the story of how you guys kind of um, came about offering PicFu. So t- talk about what you were doing at the time, talk about what PicFu started as, and then when you knew you had kind of an, a real idea here. Sure. So um, our entrepreneurial endeavors, my co-founder and mine, uh, were, like you said, started way back um, in 06. We were running, basically was it was a Yelp competitor. Um, the business was based on menu listings, organic search, monetizing on display advertising. Um, not a not the most fun space to be in necessarily when you're trying to run a business. Yep. Um, Cutthroat, cut super competitive. Cut yeah, yeah. A lot of, lot of market pressures on all sides, mm-hmm. both on the traffic side and the monetization side. So, um, but along the way, we built, uh, kind of as a side project, we built, this, uh, we built this tool where we could gather feedback really quickly from a handful, from about 50 to 100 people. And we literally told nobody about this. This is something that we built over a weekend initially for the MVP. Um, and we built this because my, par- my partner and I were always having um, debates, design debates. We're not designers by training. So we have you know, minimal eye on for the design stuff. But we would always have opinions and they'd always be differing. And we always wanted at least a third voice, you know, a second opinion, a third opinion, maybe a 50th opinion. 
to help us help inform our decisions when it came to product. And what really helped is that these were unbiased, uh, these were unbiased opinions. That People that we, didn't know you. Not you at all. Them. Didn't hear a thing about us. Didn't, right. you know, so... Um, and just yeah. by the way, uh, you mentioned MVP, minimum viable product for those. Yes. Yeah, it was a minimum uh, viable product. Most viable player. That's kind of no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, it's a minim- minimum viable product. The site was ugly. It barely worked, but we knew how to use it. And that's all that really mattered. Um, so we cut, we, so I got, I got another, John, were, were you right most of the time or was your business partner, co-founder, right? Uh, it depends who you ask, but obviously it was me. <laughs> of course. So that's course. why you're on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so we, we called it pick foo because the domain name was available and it was short and it was two syllables. <laughs> I love and that. It, um, and it's kind of like Kung Fu, but it's pick. So it's helping you choose things. Um, and we basically put it on the back burner. We told very few people about it, but somehow um, people started discovering it organically. We slapped on a PayPal button. People still used it and shared it. We doubled the price. People still used it and shared it. And eventually, when we were getting tired of our some of our other businesses, we came around to looking at pictures. We're like, hey, well, you know, we're not doing, we're not marketing this, but people are still using it and sharing yeah, it and yeah. growing. So maybe there's something here that, that other people are finding value from. So why don't we do something with this? It's meeting a, a felt need, a real need. People are using this without us even asking them to. Right, right. You kind of got something. So I, I personally love the name, um, which, which, is, which is cool. And so um, let's kind of dive into this. And, and, and just to, to, to frame this a little bit for, for people. So some of the use cases for your tool are someone's trying to enhance their listing on Amazon. They're trying to decide what image to use, what image to put in their listing. So they, they run a poll on PicFu. They, they show their two images. They get feedback from 50 to 100 people. And hopefully they've got a clear winner on what image people think would be best. Correct? Correct. Yeah. So, so at its core, it, PicFu is a polling platform where we're trying to help businesses uh, make better decisions. Um, it's a general purpose tool. And like you said, sellers pull our panel. We have uh, thousands of consumers online um, where you split test your images, product listings, figure out product variations, do pricing surveys, all of that stuff. It's basically the uses are as whatever you can come up with. Yeah, really cool. So I want to talk about some of the things you guys have learned along the way because as we're talking, as we're prepping for the show, you guys have just learned and seen some fascinating things. And, and I'm a, a marketing junkie, uh, have been for a long, long time. So it always, I'm always fascinated by what do people prefer? Mm-hmm. What does the marketplace like? And, and so that, right. that's kind of what this tool does. And so we'll talk about a handful of things that you guys test regularly or that, you know, polls that people use regularly, use your, your software for. Sure. So let's talk a little bit about, about images. And uh, first of all, is this worth testing? Is it worth testing images and, and asking people, asking random objective third parties, which image do you prefer, this image or that, that image? Is, is it worth doing? Uh, it's definitely worth doing based on what we've heard from our customers. Um, we've had a couple customers tell us that they've doubled or tripled their sales. We've had a recent customer uh, come back to us and say, we love you guys. Uh, we we were top 10 on Amazon. And then we ran a poll trying to change our main listing image. We went with the one that won overwhelmingly on PicFu. And now we're number one hmm. uh, in terms of sales, which is great for them. And I think I think that was mainly due to 
uh, improved, like an improved, improved conversion rate, and then Amazon rewards you by ranking you higher. You yep, know, exactly. Results. There, there's this um, totally worth it. Yeah, flywheel effect where mm -hmm. hey, you're improving conversion rate. Now Amazon sees that you get sales velocity increasing, and your rankings improve. It all works together. Right. Right. It totally makes sense. So what, what are some of the, the tips and things you would share with people on images? Like what are some things that usually win? What images versus others usually win? Let's talk about that for a minute. Sure. Um, so I would say the biggest general takeaway that we've seen looking at um, like many, many different polls on images is that um, customers want to see more and as much as possible of what they're getting. Like I would say that's the overarching principle. So that breaks down to a couple of different things. Um, if you're selling, for example, if you're selling anything in a bundle, like let's say you're selling uh, an emergency kit and your package has eight different things, the image that shows all eight things separated out mm -hmm. um, will win almost every single time and be preferred almost every single time versus the bundle that shows eight things packaged in your, you know, handy carrying case or so on, right? Like yeah. customers like seeing everything that they're going to get. Yep. Uh, and, I, and I think, and just to, to clarify this, and we can even share visual in the show notes, but sure. you, you showed an example of the survival kit. One was of the kit opened up. All mm -hmm. the items are still in the kit. So they're yep. in their neat little spots in the kit. So that, that's, that's one image. Did okay. The other image was of the kit opened, but all the pieces pulled out and kind of laid on a table Yep. spread out like with just a plain white background you'd see clearly all the images right. all the items would be in the kit and mm -hmm. that image with all the items clearly laid out that that was a clear clear winner wasn't yep it? yep totally um so again it goes back to customers want to see what they're going to get um so along the same veins the larger the image is of your product within the actual image itself like the less white space you have and the more zoomed in it is generally the more preferred it is uh, by a large margin. Um, if you have an item where um, perhaps not many people are uh, know necessarily how to use it, if you can include a visual of how it's being used, that'll do really well. But it has to be a visual that they can relate to. So for example, we had this poll where a seller was selling uh, exercise bands, the resistance bands. Yeah, sure. I think they were used for uh, training in ballet or something. And they were running a bunch of different images. And some were just the exercise bands by themselves. And one had a, uh, an image of a, a ballerina stretching, like full image of the ballerina stretching with the exercise band. And that was by far the winner. Yep. There were other images where it was just showing the foot of the ballerina kind of awkwardly coming into the photo or just showing the leg. And we had a lot of people in our polls comment on how that leg looked really weird and disembodied just coming in from the side of the image. Um, yeah. so, so that's one of the benefits of uh, our polls on Picfu is that all our respondents, uh, we require that they write why they like something or why they feel so that gives a lot of uh, qualitative feedback it's so it's so good because a lot of times we're we're too close to our product mm -hmm. we're too close to the marketing of it right. we can't see it with fresh eyes we uh, one of my one of my favorite books is called made the stick by chip and dan heath and mm -hmm. they talk about the curse of knowledge and yeah. and they use this example it's a really interesting test where there there are two people in this um, experiment one person is given a song. The other person doesn't know what that song is. 
the person who's given the song has to tap the song on on the the tabletop, mm-hmm. and and then the other person has to guess what the song is. And so before they do that, they ask the person that knows the song, "Hey, how likely do you think the other person is to guess the song?" And they're like, "Oh, 80 percent of the people think, oh yeah, they'll, they'll for sure yeah. know what the song is." But in reality, like no one can pick out the song because they're not hearing it in their head. Right, the right, person right. tapping is hearing it in their head, and they've got the curse of knowledge. They they know the context. They know the answer. Um, so why people, can't you read my mind, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so that's what we are with our business, with our marketing, with our listings, with our photos, even. So yeah. I love that that you get not only the clear winner, but you get the why, and that's mm-hmm. super helpful. And and so I think to kind of piggyback on what you're saying, so one zoomed in is better, makes sense, yeah. right? We want to kind of mimic almost what a shopping experience would be like in store if you want to pick it up and feel it and hold it and turn it around and all those things. Right. Uh, showing it in action. But if we're not careful, you could share an image that would be more confusing than not. Right. Oh, so that'd absolutely. be like the, the close up with a foot with the band. Like what what are yeah. you try, what are you trying to do with that foot yeah. and that band? Absolutely. But seeing the full shot of the ballerina, you know, whatever, I don't know what they're doing, but stretching with the band, mm-hmm. then it's like, ah, I see what they're trying to do. So along those lines, there's there's sort of another um, thing to keep in mind is to keep in mind of who your audience is as well. Um, so for example, uh, I think we were there was another poll we had we had featured recently on our blog where we compare we do a which one one series and we dive, deep dive into a poll and uh, try to understand why a certain image won or not. The poll was selling, uh, I think it was selling a lower back brace. And the seller was trying to test two images, one of just a normal image of the lower back brace on a, on a normal looking model. And then the option B, the other image was the sexy version. You know, mm-hmm. So slimmer model, more skin, more showing more tummy, less back brace. And the sexier version won uh, in the overall, it was testing the general population. We weren't, uh, we offer demographic testing, like you can only, you can test Amazon Prime members and so on. But with the, this seller was just testing, doing a general poll on the general population. And the sexier version won, but if you actually deep dive into the comments, hmm. you can see that more women preferred the non-sexy version. Interesting. And so they would say, and there were even women who were turned off by the fact that like, well, you know, I don't like this image because obviously they're they're just trying to use they're just trying to use skin to sell the product yep. versus actually trying to show off what is this back brace, what does it do, you know, what are the benefits, and so on. And so if the seller is targeting that back brace at women, then you know, they might run a poll and they say, Oh, well, everyone likes the more the one that shows more skin, but you're actually you're actually turning off your target customer base. Yeah, think yeah. about who you're asking and who's responding, and again, the why behind it. Absolutely, well, all really valuable. Yeah, so you know, we do a lot for uh, Boom by Cindy Joseph, which is Ezra Firestone's company, a good friend of mine, and they've done a lot of testing where you know they'll they'll pick different models and a- actual actual customers hmm. that are doing, you know sharing a video testimonial or just an image, you know, and then a written testimonial, mm-hmm. and you know they they kind of thought in the beginning, and I would have agreed with this that skewing a little bit younger would be the way to go. They kind of target mm-hmm. women that are 50 plus. Mm-hmm. A little younger is probably better because you know most people see themselves as younger and, and we're all young at heart and things like that. Uh, but what they found is not the case. Like People huh. want a model or a customer that looks like them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want, want someone that, that, that they can relate to. So they can say, hey, this product is for me. It's built for me, made for me. Yeah. 
and they saw conversion rates improve. Interesting. We, we had another interesting thing with our with just one of our uh, employees. We were we picked up a client that had this hair accessory product. It was kind of cool, and uh, turns out several people, several ladies in our office had seen it before before they oh, became nice. a client. And they're like, "Oh, this is so cool." And one was like, yeah, but I watched the video and the person in the video has really thin hair. My hair is really thick. So I just didn't think it would work for me. Huh. I was like, how interesting is that? Like this yeah, is yeah. just one person, but what an interesting test. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of those things where we can really use our own biases or the biases of people that are not the target market, right? So the right. people saying, I like the sexy image, but it's, it's a dude that's not your target market. So who cares what he thinks? Yeah, exactly. Um, so asking the right people, asking the why, and then understanding that it really does make a difference because there there be enough there be enough women in that target market for that back product that did not like the skin image to make that really a detriment to the business yeah, to run that it'll hurt you right yep yep for sure very cool uh, super mm-hmm. fascinating I, I could the uh, the idea of the which one one which I'll link to some of those in the show notes uh, so people can go check that out on on pickfood.com. It's fascinating to me. I, I could talk about it all day. Uh, any other takeaways, though, on images, just things you guys see regularly or other uh, image yeah. suggestions? Um, something that's not utilized as much as it probably should be is, um, particularly for Amazon listings, um, actually putting text in the image. Mm-hmm. And actually, um, our director of, director of marketing is really good at pitching it this way. Um, she tells sellers to basically think of the, your main image as like a mini ad all mm-hmm. by itself, yeah. right? Yeah. So like the, the most that you can, whatever you can communicate about the product, clearly not only just showing the product, how it's being used, but also key bullet points, uh, like features of your product that make it special and make it better than the competition. Um, like being able to, being able for the buyer to grasp all of that just by looking at your image really helps a lot. Um, we've seen those um, win polls all the time. And I don't think we see it that often. So that's probably an opportunity for a lot of sellers to um, improve on that. Putting some putting some text on your images, like, probably multiple images. Probably mo- definitely multiple images. Um, yeah, and definitely like tasteful text, not, yeah. you know. No novels. But, <laughs> yeah. right. Just cover the image right. with a paragraph. Yeah. But, but pulling out key points, key benefits, key features, things like that. Mm-hmm. I'm also assuming that that where where it's applicable images that show the label of a product, oh, show some, yeah. some of those details, are also super uh-huh. important and really impact sales. Yeah, there was one poll where um, I think they were uh, the seller was testing headphones. And the fact that uh, one was a really zoomed in picture of just the earbuds, kind of like what I'm wearing right now. Mm-hmm. And the other was the earbuds with a coiled cable and then the actual carrying case and the packaging itself. And I would have personally thought that a zoomed in picture of the earbuds would, would have won or maybe would have been close. But the one showing the, showing the carrying case, showing the, showing the cable and everything else, that won by a landslide. And we've seen that replicated, that effect replicated many, many times across um, different polls. Um, for example, vitamins. If you um, are selling a nutritional supplement or a bottle of vitamins, some sellers will just test uh, just the bottle by itself. Some will test the bottle with the actual box uh, packaging that it comes in. That always wins. Interesting. And then if you even, we've even seen polls where. One, you, you can test more than two things on PickFu. You can test up to eight. So we've seen any, So that, that's, that, I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. Any idea why that is? Because 
the Bucks doesn't matter, right? The Bucks doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. Matter. But but why did people do, you, do you, any takeaways on the why there? That's really interesting. Um, most most of the times we when we read the responses, they say that they get a better idea of what they're going to get, like for their money, yep. right? Makes so sense. even even though. Yeah, you're there to you're there to buy the vitamin and take the supplement, and the box really doesn't matter. But at least you see what you're getting, mm-hmm. and so um, and, and even along those lines, we've seen polls where instead of just the front of the instead of just the front of the bottle, if you do the front of the bottle, the box, and the back of the bottle, so it shows yeah. an additional label, that wins almost every yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, but it's so, awesome. Yeah. Pretty mm-hmm. cool. So I, I kind of cut you off. You're talking about you you can test from one to eight things or something. I, I cut you off there. Oh, yeah, yeah, Just that um, you can test anywhere between uh, zero, like basically an open-ended question for feedback, mm-hmm. uh, up to eight things on PickFu. And so we'll, uh, based on the number of things that you're testing, we'll, we'll run a poll a bunch of different ways to, gather, to make sure everything's fair, basically. Very interesting. Very interesting. I think what, what this is hopefully uncovering for people and making them think about is how many of my images... How many elements of my product listing on on Amazon have I just ignored because I thought it couldn't get any better than this? This is fine. This is good enough. Whatever. Mm -hmm. But turns out you've got the equivalent of the sexy back ad, right? Where eh, people aren't really liking that, and and you're turning off. You're you're losing sales because you haven't gotten that data. So Mm -hmm. um, really interesting. Let's talk about some other elements that people are running polls on and, and benefiting from. So. Sure. You also talk about descriptions. You guys, you guys mm-hmm. run tests where someone says, "Hey, this description or that description. What do you like better, and why?" Yep. What are some of the things you you've learned? What are some takeaways on descriptions that people prefer? Sure. Uh, so when it comes to descriptions, uh, generally speaking, shorter is sweeter. No one likes reading through big, heavy blocks of text, um, and really taking advantage of bullet points. Uh, using bullet points to and and don't be shy about just putting one or two bullet points. You can you do do a lot of bullet points because people generally will. Yes. I will follow that right. So using bullet points to capture uh, to share the value of your product, and even even on top of that, using uh, tastefully using all caps in your bullet points mm-hmm. makes it even more effective because you're effect, you're basically helping the shopper scan the listing for you're you're helping them scan your listing right with the use of bullet points with the use of all caps and so generally when we see descriptions head to head the ones with the bullet points wins the ones with the bullet points with all cap with one or two words in each one all caps wins over the ones that don't have it um and yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, it totally makes sense. It was something that, that's scannable, that, that's <laughs> telegraphic. You can just quickly look through it and say, ah, these are the key points. That's what I need to zero in on. And I, I think you can kind of just use this example or think about your own experiences. And this will totally make sense where you're reading a book and, and you open a page and, and it's got like a lot of short paragraphs. Maybe there's some dialogue. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, you're just, you just fly through it. Like you're, you're emotionally, you think, oh, this is going to be easy. You're pulled through the copy. Versus yeah. you turn the page and it's just like the solid block of text. It's like, yeah. I can't read that. This seems like yeah. a lot of work. And it may be the yeah. same content, just spaced differently. Um, so yeah, make it easy. Make it scannable. Make the benefits and the features that are their key jump out at you. So right. utilizing spacing, utilizing caps, all really good stuff. Totally makes mm-hmm. sense. Very good. Now, 
what are some other things you can test? I know you, you talked about a couple other use cases that I hadn't really thought of. Uh, you talked about pricing. You talked about product selection a little bit. Uh, t- talk about how you can run polls on those as well. Sure. So uh, we've seen, um, again, PickFu is, is just a very generic polling platform. It's very flexible. So you, you ask the question. So whatever your mind can come up with, like, uh, is what is the feedback that you're going to get. So we've seen some very clever uses of it. Um, one of them was uh, pricing, sele- like a pricing survey, where basically our, uh, the seller would show the product and say, this is what I'm selling. These are what I think are the main features. Um, how much would you pay for it? And they would use the targeting, they would use our audience targeting feature where you just limit the respondents to say, female Amazon Prime members who make over 100K or something, or avid home cooks. And uh, basically, uh, all that the seller was looking for was feedback on how much the buyer would pay, and then also what they found the most valuable. And so I think that that's... That, that seller got a lot of good value from that poll because he got a whole bunch of different responses so he could get an idea for what level to price his product at. But also he got the feedback on, well, out of these things that I listed, what are the things that this audience is finding most valuable in the product? And those are the things that then he can go and highlight on his listing uh, when he's making ads for it, when he's building up his product descriptions and titles and so on. So I thought that was pretty clever. Yeah, and I think that to me that that part of the feedback is almost more important. Yeah. Where they say, okay, here here's what we pay, but here's why, and it's yeah. because of these these five features or these two features, whatever these two yeah. features, and then you can really key in on those, like you said, in, in other places. So that's great. Um, another really interesting use case that we're seeing more and more is uh, we're seeing sellers do competitive uh, comparisons, mm-hmm. basically put up a Amazon search listing result of their product up against uh, the category leader um, in, in their Amazon category and just ask the audience, which one would you buy and why? And then you get, you know, maybe yours doesn't win, but you get all this feedback on, well, now you know exactly why that audience is preferring my competitors versus mine. Maybe it's the pricing, maybe it's the image, maybe it's the description, but at least you're getting that insight into, into what separates you, for, you know, besides the, besides the Amazon search algorithm, the ranking algorithm, like, you know, what actually, when you compare it apples to apples, what do people think about your listing versus your competitors? I love it. I love that because guaranteed there are going to be a few things that people point out that you wouldn't have thought of. Right. That they, Absolutely. You didn't, think, yeah. you didn't think that was the reason why someone wasn't yeah. buying a product. And, and of course, you know, one of the big factors is going to be ranking that they're, they're ranking above you, but, but, but you can't, yeah. uh, control that. You can't change that today, but you could yeah. change other elements picture, description, something else that could cause conversion rate to go up, which uh-huh. like we talked about before, increases sales velocity, right. your ranking, you know, the whole flywheel thing. So, um, There's one other use case that I that just came to mind that um, I think uh, I think our uh, Steve Chu actually was using this as an example awesome. when, he was, uh, when he was running uh, Shout out Steve Chu, yeah. Steve Chu with um, My Wife Quit Her Job, yeah. awesome podcast. I just I just interviewed him this podcast and then I'm speaking at his event. Uh, awesome. Which, which you're going to be at the event as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember when he was uh, using PickFu, one thing that he used it for was actually um, nothing related to, to selling on Amazon, but actually um, his own e-commerce store. He just posted a link to his e-commerce store and he basically used the poll to um, 
as a gauge of uh, testing store trustworthiness. Nice. He said, go to this store and would you buy from it? Why or why not? Uh, right. And so then you're just getting all this feedback on either people saying, well, I trust it because the copy's good or the testimonials are good or so on, or you guys are BBB verified or so on, yep. or I don't trust it because, you know, it sounds scammy. The copy's mm-hmm. not so good. You're not, you know, you're, the images don't look good. Like you're just getting all this awesome open ended feedback um, on your e commerce site. So then you, you have a lot of next steps. Like you know exactly what to kind of follow up on after that. So good. Uh, just curious, how do you guys, you said you had thousands of people that go in and, and provide this feedback and do this testing. Right. How do you find them? And, and how, how does that process work? And it sounds so, like you really segment because you said you could pick by gender, by whether they're prime members or not, things like that. Yeah. So um, we've been doing this for a number of years and uh, there are uh, there are online panel companies out there where you can post polls or post surveys and then you have the respondents come and uh, fill out your short surveys or short polls. Um, Amazon has one panel, uh, has a panel service like that. There's a bunch of other ones out there as well. And so we work with a couple of them and we basically built this layer on top of that. Nice. Um, and one thing that we do on top of that is that when our respondents answer polls, we try to learn a bit, little bit more about them demographically. Like, hey, are you an Amazon Prime member? And if you are, then we, we'll make a note like, oh, you are. Like, that's an Amazon Prime member. So the next time someone wants to do targeting on Amazon Prime members, we can just let you, Brett, know that, hey, there's a poll uh, available for you if you want to come and give your feedback. That's awesome. So cool. Uh, I, I've learned something as a, you know, I've moderated some events and some small groups and things like that. And then, of course, the podcast. Uh, learned that if you ask a bad question, you'll probably get a not so great response and not helpful response. So I know a lot of this probably um, the 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 value of what you get out of this is dependent on on what you ask and what you test. So do you Absolutely. have tips, suggestions, ideas on on how to properly ask a question, how to properly test, so that when you get the results, you know what you know, they're actionable. Absolutely. So I have, a, I have a couple tips for questions and a couple tips for the options themselves. Uh, generally, the quest, the how you format a question is going to, like you said, mm-hmm. be the num- number one predictor of how good your res- your feedback and your results are going to be. Um, most of the time, we see people asking questions that are too complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, so our key our key feedback is test one thing at a time. Like mm-hmm. ask about one thing. Um, don't if you're if you're testing titles, only change the titles. Don't change the title. Don't put a screenshot of just testing the titles and this and the images and so on. Um, only ask about one thing and keep it really simple. Don't even uh, generally even just asking which photo is better or which image do you prefer will give you more open-ended feedback from the audience versus trying to mm, direct the audience's thinking like which photo do you like for children under five and blah, 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 blah. I think that that really limits the the range of answers that the audience will give you. Mm -hmm. Um, So being simple and specific about the questions is really good. And then I think it's also good too, because you want to get kind of that gut response. You want to get that, what's your initial... How did totally. this strike you? Because that that's what impacts someone when they're shopping, when they're buying. Like, what's what's the immediate reaction? What's the gut reaction here? Right. Uh, let me shift your mindset and shift your frame so that you yeah. think about this in a different way. That's not how people 
that's not how people will see it in the wild. You know? Exactly. Your, your goal isn't to change their thinking to think like you are and right. then answer the question. It's you want them to answer it as they are, right? Yep. Um, and then in terms of options, uh, we get a lot of mixed results when people don't properly compare apples to apples. And what, that, what I mean by that when they're testing different things is sometimes if people put in a small image and a big image, not... Um, like the images are different sizes or they're testing like a, like a title and then like a hand-drawn sketch or something, <laughs> you know? So what's uh, that going to tell you? Yeah. What's that going to tell you, right? That right. you're at, yeah, whatever. So, right. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. Um, very good. Uh, well, uh, John, this has been awesome, man. I'm, I'm fascinated by this service. It's so cool. Um, where can people learn more what are some of the next steps someone should take? And I think you even mentioned maybe a, a little something special for the e-commerce evolution listeners as well. Um, so talk, talk about that if you would. Sure thing. Uh, so if people want to learn more, they can check out our website. It's www.pickfu.com, P-I-C-K-F-U.com. Uh, we have a blog where I mentioned before, where we dive into different poll results every week and talk about which one won and why. Um, and for the e-commerce evolution listeners, if they want to try it out for themselves, they can use the coupon code OMG Commerce. That's uh, all one word, no spaces. OMG Commerce, and that'll get you fifty percent off your first poll. That's awesome. Really appreciate you doing that. A big benefit, I think, to our listeners. And so, talk just a bit about your pricing model because I think it's super easy to understand and, and really a benefit. So. You know, we kind of said at the outset, you know, 50 to 100 responses. You go up to 500 responses if you want, but a lot of times 50 to 100. Right. We'll, we'll uh, identify a clear winner and give you the learnings you need. How does your pricing model work? So we, uh, we price our polls by the per respondent. So our base pricing starts at a dollar per respondent. So a 50 response poll will, get, will uh, cost you $50. The pricing goes up a little bit when you start adding in more complex features like targeting, uh, testing lots and lots of different options, yeah. um, and, and so on. But I think one of the key benefits that uh, our users find is that the pricing is pretty straightforward. Uh, it's affordable, especially if you're selling online. And then also... Most of our polls, especially if you're targeting to a general audience, will finish within 30 minutes to an hour. So That's you're going to awesome. get that feed, you're going to get that feedback super fast. Your feedback right away uh, mm-hmm. really limits your risk to you know split testing yeah. with real traffic on certain things can be kind of risky, and especially when you're talking about Amazon. Right. So yeah, I just, I just love this tool. I think again, what it's identified for me is there are probably some things in your business that you've completely ignored or completely thought this was as good as it's going to get. <laughs> And it's not. And you should start right. running some tests, low-cost tests. and Yeah, low risk, no risk, low cost. So, yep, absolutely. absolutely. Awesome. So I will link to this in the show notes as well. So if you want to go to ecommerceevolution.com, you'll find it there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll link to the Which One One uh, blog post, which is just a fantastic idea. Uh, I love seeing those things, which is great. And so uh, with that, John, man, thank you so much for coming on. This was extremely fun and enlightening and it's got me kind of fired up to do some testing here. Yeah, I had, I had a great time. Thanks for having me on, Brad. Really good. appreciate it. Very good, you bet. So check it out, pickfood.com. And with that, uh, until next time, uh, we'd love to hear your feedback. What would you like to hear more of on this show? Do you have any uh, suggestions on topics? And then also we'd love that review on iTunes if you're so inclined. Helps more people discover the show. And with that, until next time, thank you for listening. 
At OMG Commerce, we accelerate growth for some of the most loved brands in e-commerce, like Boom, Native, True Earth, Overtone, and dozens more. If your Google and YouTube ad performance isn't where it should be, if you're struggling with Performance Max, or if you're not scaling like you'd like on Amazon, then we have two ways to help. One, we have amazing resources that are free for the taking, like our top YouTube ads guide with lots of examples, our PMAX checklist, or our Amazon DSP roadmap, plus many more. Or hit us up for a free strategy session. So go on over to omgcommerce.com and click on Let's Talk to request that free strategy session, or click on Resources and Guides and pick the guide that's right for you. And now back to the show.